my god, I'm starting to shake, man. I know. Just don't open yourself up to them. Trying, man. Do I'm not trying. say you're starting to shake. Okay. I am don't open yourself up to them. That can be dangerous. Come here! Do it! Stop running! Go back in. Do not run! Go back in. Come fight me in the dark. I want to provoke the hell out of them. Welcome to Come Fight Me in the Dark. The only podcast with the rootin' tootin' gumption to challenge Zach Bagan and his boys to face off at high noon for a ghost hunt. Oh, man. That's right. On theme, bitch! That's right. That's right. Very good. I love that we were just talking about your your stool consistency uh, and frequency, and then immediately you jumped into rootin' tootin' high noon. I mean, you know, I have been, per my stool, doing some rootin' tootin' work in the bathroom, if you know what I mean. Rootin' and tootin', as in Roto-Rooter, you've got to call (laughs) Roto-Rooter. You could say I've been firing from below the hip. (laughs) Wink. Oh, Uh, Jesus. Well... Since we opened up with talking about my bowel movements, I yeah. guess I'll, I'm Joel Kleinberger. Oh, hey, and I'm Eric Hoofnagel. And we just talked about my butt a little bit, but, you know, we can get into uh, this episode of Ghost Adventures, which was honestly such a breath of fresh oh, air my God. after the last two. You know... The last three, the really. The last three. So, finally, uh, white culture is going to take a bit of a dive <laughs> um, in this attack on Western hard, hard shooting, rooting, tooting, yeehaw! You know, there there was no yeehaw in this, and Ooh. that is shocking. There's I know because no, let's so just to introduce, we are we are speaking, of course, about Ghost Adventures season two, episode five, the Birdcage Theater, yeah, which is in t- the ever infamous tombstone arizona oh yeah and as zach likes to remind us it is in the wild wild west he says it in fact two times in the first 15 seconds we're in tombstone arizona we're the new cowboys in town we're city folks come show us what a cowboy really can do some dirty business in here wild wild west the Wild Wild West. This is where tough, sexy, hardcore men went to be tough and brutish and to kill each other in tough, manly ways. And Zach is so into it. Why don't you show us city boys here how tough you guys really are? Now you look like kind of a tough guy. We're some of the toughest men. Sometimes when you hunt for something, you've got to become the hunted. This activity was hot. There was no burying chickens and like plucking them up by the head or anything, you know. It was just straight killing. There was no competition besides cards, bucking, drinking, and shooting. And mining. And mining. 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 You gotta get yourself down in that mine and get yourself some goddamn gold. I, I just came out to Tombstone to get myself some silver. Oh, I'm dead, apparently. Oh, gee, golly, would you tell my wife I love her? Golly! <laughs> got shot in the golly, goddamn gut! Got shot in the damn gut. <laughs> I, I, dang you know, we can get as offensive as we want in this episode because yeah. uh, it is about 
some dirty, mustachioed fucking hillbillies <laughs> of the past. And to commemorate such, uh, I will be drinking uh, delicious Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Um, ah, the drink of the Old West. Selected as America's Best in 1893 and established in 1844. Took them a lifetime, almost half a life, yeah. or a lifetime back then, to uh, to to reach that point. Uh, and they've never they've never reached that point again. Um, yeah, I was gonna say like you know it really speaks to the desperate times that America faced when Pabst Blue Ribbon was the best that you could get. Speaking of. Looking at the town as Zach Bagans is walking towards the camera as this episode opens. I mean, first... Fashion fucking report! Fashion we report! We gotta do the fashion report. Holy shit. Give me the thermometer, Aaron, real quick. Dude. Look at me, dude. Wow. Wow. Look at my body. Whoa. Check this out, man. Dude, you look weird, bro. Have you just been patting yourself on the back constantly because your theory of themed clothing is so on oh. the fucking nose? Yeah, I'm ex I'm hoping that it stays true, but you know what? I'm just gonna, like, go with it that it stays true. But this one <laughs> is about as blatant as they get because he's wearing a dope-ass, like, gothic gunslinger shirt. A spooky cowboy. Spooky cowboy that's moonlit. Can't really see mm -hmm. his face, but he's got two six-shooters. And it says, one more round. I don't know, Eric, if you caught the subtle brilliance of that. Yeah, because it, it it could be a drink. It could be oh, one yeah. more bullet. Oh, yeah. That's I mean, that's it. That's the subtle brilliance of it, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. <laughs> Firing these guns killing the Clanton McClary gang and putting their bodies six feet under, hopefully was somehow seen by these spirits we are after. Come on, where are you at, the bird cages? Down here? Up there? Zach walking down the middle of Tombstone, the street of Tombstone, Arizona, is immediately his energy level, because it's been off. We've talked about this. He's yeah. been all over the place from doing lines of cocaine manic <laughs> to being like overly aggressive like he's just coming off of pcp and now he's horny he's just giddy with the prospect of ghost pussy he is so horny in this episode and it gets worse like this i mean we've talked about zach edging uh like yeah. paranormal edging but like this one we're three men do you think that these women that used to work in these little bird cages here and do kind of dirty business are going to be attracted to us? Uh, it's, it's, it's very possible. You can tell that all three of these dudes are so fucking stoked to be doing every part of this. They're, they're having so much fun. Because we know you found out when Zach Bagans was born, 1977. Is that correct? That's right. April well, 5th. Well, you know what? 
You know what movie came out just at the right time for Zach Bagans to have been obsessed with it? Was what? fucking Tombstone. No! <laughs> 1993. Oh. Zach Bagans was 16. Can you imagine seeing six like Tombstone at 16 years old? Man. We would have been so into that movie. Is that what sent him to film school? Based on how excited he is at every moment in the skits, in the in the theater, in about the history, I think it's definitely something that set his aesthetic and understanding of ma- of machismo. That's for sure. Well, I think that the boys were mainly excited for this episode because of the reenactment they get to participate in. It was time for us to put ourselves in their boots where the notorious OK Corral gunfight took place. This episode is a little bit of a weird one yeah. because it it has, not only does it have like a separate goof around involving horses and a full on dress them up, shoot them up, goof around skit. Yeah, and some spelunking. It does a spelunking. Yeah. It doesn't actually detract, and I think it's just oh, Zach. Zach is just is like a kid in a candy store, and it really culminates at this skit because this tourist ass town does reenactments on the fucking hour of the famous shootout at the OK Corral, and Zach sees his chance to get the travel channel or discovery or whoever the fuck was paying for this at the time in 2009 (laughs) to get them the ghost boys in on the reenactment and they are having the fucking time of their life and you know what good on them chasing their bliss i'm proud of them no i dude i i'd fucking I would love to do that. <laughs> we would be we would we would be better than they were, I think. I think the thing is though, like you and I would enjoy dying though. Oh yeah. Too oh, much. Yeah. We would be the Clatton but we would be the Clatton McCallery boys or whatever. I would yeah, I would yeah, I'd be I'd I'd be down with like a ketchup packet like slammed on my <laughs> neck and just like burbling and Oh please! Oh please! Oh god please I'd do a lot of that, like <laughs> we, we we put like our own blood squibs on there, so we just like start. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, by the way, this episode is coming out just after the whole fucking ordeal on the Rust film set. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> interesting timing. Um, well, I mean, to to speak to that, and we'll get to this. Uh, Zach Bagans does not understand the difference between blanks and caps. <laughs> no! Fire it off. There's actually blanks in this. Cover your ears. I'm uh, blowing it. When you're setting up a sketch as the Ghost Adventures crew, I feel like you put Nick and Zach in the black dusters, and then you put Aaron in the pink shirt with the Clanton McCowry boys, and they start just shooting him up. <laughs> But they didn't. They let him. They let him be there. God damn! It would be so funny if like Aaron was forced to be one of the guys on the sideline. He's like <laughs> shootout. There's gonna be a shootout, yeah. and he's just on the side, and it just cuts to his face, like look, like eyeing them all, like uh oh, troubles are brewing. 
That's a bad thing what they're about to done. I think <laughs> I think they may uh, you know reevaluate whether or not they allow Aaron to participate in the bad boy sketches anymore because <laughs> pausing this episode at 10 minutes and 28 seconds in on the sketch is one of my favorite freeze frames that I've ever got on Ghost Adventures cuz three things are happening one per boy. Mm. Uh, Zach has his gun pointed downwards. Yeah. And he's he's leaning in cuz I don't know why Zach thinks that like good gun position is like leaning your entire body forward square with your opponent and pointing your gun down to like maximize <laughs> the distance you have to raise for but whatever. Oh. Uh Nick has a smile of pure childlike glee. Oh, he really and, was into it. I mean, but he wasn't even he wasn't into the acting part. Like Zach was trying to be like tough. Nick was like, oh, "Yeah, this is fun." <laughs> and Aaron is facing the wrong direction. Apologize. <laughs> Sorry about that. I really apologize. I'm just so happy about this sketch. It's just you know, even though Aaron is facing the wrong direction, they still let him be part of the team. And oh, they still no. get a good shot of them walking away, oh, thinking Aaron. that maybe their their play, uh, their them acting in this play might anger the ghosts. But let's let's that's tombstone in a nutshell. Yeah. So let's zoom in. Let's talk about the birdcage theater. This was a gambling casino, dance hall, theater, saloon, and a house of ill fame all rolled into one. According to uh, the owner and operator of the Birdcage Theater, Leroy Colmey, <laughs> Tombstone is a town that's too tough to die. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell. I can't remember which one is the owner because there's like two guys that look the same. They <laughs> look exactly the same. <laughs> And they both have, like, long mustache, beard, long hair, and, like, a cowboy hat. And they're both, they both talk kind of like, you know, just, like, the same. Yeah. It's it's the first one that Zach uh, says, like, you look like a, a tough man. And oh, he yeah. just kind of evenly stares at Zach. And then Zach kind of, like, gets choked up for a second. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a father! <laughs> um... Do you do you have any children that you don't know about? You, um, you ever thought about being a dad? Sorry. Um, would you teach me to raise and rope cattle? Just, I mean, just a thought. Can you just, just a thought? Can you just do me a big favor and just pull pull my head into your shoulder and tell me you're proud of me? <laughs> I need a lot of help. I need a lot of mental help. They first. Uh, start talking to the owner like we were saying and he's a real badass oh yeah Leroy Leroy and he starts mentioning uh, about the, the 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 soiled doves mm -hmm. that had like these little things a uh, little like uh, sort of little balconies that they'd look out from and they called them yeah, the, the cages the... yep yeah and uh he says uh he's like yeah they they'd trade you some uh some they'd like sing to you or give you some kisses or you know they other would, uh, things that ladies of the they, night would do they would barter their wares yeah and and then that's when we get zach saying uh miss miss saying the word prostitute he says prostitute <laughs> prostitutes 
I love that. Prostituting. Um, yeah. Zach's energy when he's talking about <laughs> sex and sexuality <laughs> is so all over the place because when it comes to actually discussing sex. Yeah. The act thereof. He's always like, oh, so this is where they did their uh, a, a, a dirty business? Uh, yeah. The dirty business? This is where they came to do the 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 S-E-X? Yeah. Um, I'm feeling uh, something touch me uh, in the, uh, <laughs> this area. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. You know, it's just on, you know, it's just, you know, around here. Oh, man. <laughs> but... He has no hesitation. He goes from dirty business to like, oh, soil doves. You mean the horse. Why don't you like men? <laughs> well, and then and then they start talking to the next lady who is like, you know, dressed in period clothing on purpose. Uh, you mean my my favorite my favorite name other i mean leroy colmy is a pretty good cowpoke name but you're talking about the uh you're talking about nova flurry wow how did i not catch her fucking name nova flurry sounds delicious <laughs> i'm you know i'm pretty sure the dairy queen offered a nova flurry at some point maybe to commemorate a solar eclipse or something like that it's it's just radioactive. It's just a highly radioactive <laughs> McFlurry. I can't tell if Leroy and his uh, not brother, but looks like his brother, yes, uh, are forced to dress up. No, but she looks like she's definitely forced. No, to No, she's up. definitely forced to dress up. They, I think, they just like to dress that way. That's just yeah. how they. That's how they are. She's yes. she's she's like she's forced to dress that way because it doesn't look comfortable. And it no. doesn't look cool. No, not she's at all. She's kind of dressed like a like a like a barmaid of the time or something. Yeah, uh, and uh, she she mentions like like about the you know the the prostitutes working. She's like, yeah, you know, business could still be going on here. Mm -hmm. So like paranormal like sex work or. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Zach, Zach. Zach is like, um. So, uh, uh, yeah. So, how much? How much? Uh, electromagnetic pump do we need to <laughs> kind of? Uh, how much electromagnetism do they need? If you know what I mean. Uh, do they take uh, modern currency, or is it only uh eighteen hundred silver dollars? <laughs> you know, because we have some. Just in case. Just I'm, I'm just uh, trigger objects, right? Trigger objects. So what did we go find? A silver dollar from 1800. And it's during this interview that we get the awesome moment where mm -hmm. Zach gets his penis touched by a ghost. <laughs> well, he he points. You know, he's he's being so shy about it. He's like his hands go into his crotch, and so he but he just like. He's like, oh, I felt something, like, right here, like, on his hip bone. Yeah, he's like, oh, something, like, went right for the, uh, the old cum gutter. <laughs> went right for the, uh, the old penis line, if you know what I mean. I'm really shocked that he was able to maintain his composure enough to not just, like, immediately splay and be like, do it again. Grab lower. Can you see my bulge becoming engorged? This is what your energy is doing to me. Dude, do you guys feel that? Feel this. Feel this. 
Dude, I'm getting oh. I'm getting hard. Like, what is that? Yeah, Aaron, look, look how it's standing straight up, bro. I've never seen it that straight before. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, oh, dude. <laughs> oh, so this poor woman has to sit there as Zach Bagans, an adult male, looks at her and says, "Uh, you know, we're three men." <laughs> This is a place where 3,500 prostitutes used to work. Do you think? Do you do you think they're gonna like us? Do you think they're gonna want us? <laughs> this lady has to be like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys are mm. are the the epitome of of masculine attractiveness of of the time. You know, with your 1, perfectly shaved face, Zach, and your spiky <laughs> hair. Yeah, the only person that looks like they would be period appropriate is Aaron. Yes, Aaron does look like he would be panning for gold in the hills and come down every once in a while for a single whiskey. That's right, because it's all he can afford. He's got a big tab at the Birdcage Theater. He's like a learned. He's like a learned man of the time. They, he he looks out. He's standing with Doc Holliday on the on the porch as they see another person get shot down in their prime and he looks at Doc with sadness in his eyes and says, "You know, Doc, I think that was a wrong thing for them to <laughs> done." I never should open my damn mouth. <laughs> Every time I open my mouth it gets me in trouble. <laughs> So, other than the Soiled Doves and the poker game, the Birdcage Theater was famous for uh, apparently confirmed 26 men and one uh, woman died within the walls of the club. Yeah, and they count like 140 bullet holes in the ceiling. This is this is also where it actually brings me to a question. I want to uh, put a hypothetical onto you there, Eric. Because... Uh, Nova Flurry. God, what a name. It does sound like a Street Fighter move, and that's all I can think about. Nova Flurry! <laughs> Get those nerds! 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 You know, Nova Flurry. God. Uh, Nova Flurry says that there's women still walking the halls, so I just wanted to post this to you. Why, Eric? Why? Like, I get, I get the residual spirits. They have unfinished business. But that why like that would that seems like the worst fate like yes because that's like your job like that would be like if i died like you know years later you know i'm i've retired and i've died and then i like start haunting a trader joe's (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah right well that's that's straight up fucking purgatory man you just have to keep working dude not cool i'm not gonna do that no more you guys deal with that. Speaking of naked, naked lady ghost, they go downstairs and they start talking about the poker game and how it lasted forever and how they hear, you know, they hear like glasses clinking mm-hmm. and cards shuffling. And Leroy mentions uh, like full body, fully naked apparition mm-hmm. of a woman. And Zach gets very excited. And you've used this clip multiple times of him getting really amped up about seeing a naked woman um i'm sorry i'm sorry eric i have to uh correct you he does not get really amped up he gets 
really, 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 really amped up. Yes. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. I just that's that's cool, man. A buck naked apparition. I want to see it. The the other person who looks like they could be uh, Leroy's brother, but are not actually related, is Dean Doherty. Mm. And uh, two things about the the shots that I like here are one, Nick is filming Zach, and there is a sign that says "Dumb Waiter" in big <laughs> loud letters, and it's framed just enough. Where I feel like Nick is just trying to fuck with Zach a little bit because it's like there isn't a reason to give that much that much of the left side of the frame. Like you could put Zach wow. in the middle of the frame and it would look better. Man, you you picked up on some shit that I did not <laughs> see, but good good catch. I always look for that kind of shit. But then uh, Dean Dean Doherty uh, shows the boys a picture. Of a of a spooky uh, blur, yes. Uh, that they all believe is a woman and not just a flash of light for some reason. It, it also looks like it was done in post. Like it just looks like they did like the <laughs> smudge effect on a picture. Yeah, it's it's really bad, or or it's um it's like you know that one from the from the pirates. You know the pirate picture. You know, where it's just, it's too good to be true. Can you smell that? It smells really bad. That does right here. Oh, it smells like, like horse <laughs> But then we get to expert paranormal investigator, just, you know, pillar of masculine sensual energy, Dwight. <laughs> he also looks like a paranormal, like a, like an expert paranormal investigator. Just because, like, like his his jaw, mat, like like connects to his neck perfectly, and he's got a little hat. I feel like this, just the existence of this guy, really harkened back. Because I mentioned this in the very first episode of Come Fight Me in the Dark that Zach Bagans and his Ghost Boys really broke the mold of paranormal investigation by just having like some modicum of style energy and fashion and by not being just like hobbyist white dads <laughs> you haven't come up against guys like us before and i'll guarantee you when we're locked in here later tonight we'll be in here by ourselves dusty no dwight dwight has been doing investigations at this place forever for some reason i don't know maybe he's just a local guy and that's just what he does and you know, Zach's getting all turgid with Dusty. Dwight. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, together, gonna... together they are getting turgid. Yes. You know, they, they're talking about how much activity comes off of the, the hearse that has been dubbed the Black Mariah. Because as Leroy says, the, the legend of Tombstone is that that hearse carried at least one body every day for 14 years. Oh, wait, no, he said 40 years. <laughs> so many dead people. Well, let's, let's, do, let's do a little bit of math. Let's do, let's do, we're going to do some math live. That's 365 days a year times 40. That's 14,600 corpses. That is a great recipe for trap souls. And Dusty is talking about all of the angry, swear-laden 
beep-laden EVPs that he got, and Zach it just wants more and more and more. He keeps demanding more of Dusty, and Dusty does not... His name is Damn Dwight. it, his name's Dwight. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> this is Richard Spencer all over again. <laughs> I mean, Richard Senate. So, Dwight... Dwight just doesn't have a strong improv game and gives Zach two swears... And then Zach wants more, and then he is at a loss for words. He's like, uh, I, I gotta, I gotta go to hell. You know, good beeps. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, so they, they start talking about the, ble- the, the bleeps a lot. And he's like, yeah, I get a lot of bleeps, you know, a lot of, a lot of stuff. And, uh, kind of looks at the camera like, <laughs> oh, there's a lot of things I can't say. Oh, oh, this is something I, fuck, I forgot I wanted to do this as a bit. Let's see. I want to see Old West swear words Ooh, consarnate by grabs by ginger whoa Bailey. blam jam oh wow blam jam blam jam is a i mean blam jam blam jam i'm pretty sure that's a lyric from the fucking space jam theme song <laughs> Well, it is it is time to get up and slam jam. Oh. <laughs> and maybe go down to the blam jam. <laughs> I didn't know there was such swearing in Space Jam. So there's a lot of by blanks, like by hooky, by Harry, by grabs and by James, by Jing, by jo- I'm doing a fucking Santa Claus thing on accident. <laughs> by Ginger, by Josh and by Joan, by the Great Horn Spoon. Away! <laughs> Geeswax. Wow, this is amazing. Beeswax? No, Geeswax instead of Jesus. Wow. I mean, this is all the kind of stuff my dad said when I was growing up. Where he was like, Doggone it! Golly sakes! Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, these these men were tough. You know, they, they were murderous. They they would do things that were undescribably inappropriate to women, but they wouldn't say Jesus. They would say Blam Jam. <laughs> Bama Jam! Hot Bama Jam! It's really funny because, like, nowadays we have kind of the opposite, where, like, everyone I know from, like, the sweetest, most, like, real, like, chill you know, femi person I could know, and they're mm-hmm. fucking swearing up a storm. But yeah. they would never shoot somebody in the fucking mouth. And these guys were like, yeah. blam, jam, Jiminy Crickets, and they shot somebody in the fucking face. Back then, they would say, bye, Jericho, I'm gonna blam, jam, that soiled dove's cunt. <laughs> they wouldn't say cunts. They'd say, uh, uh, Clam or something. Blam jam, I'm a cranny hunter. Bye, Jericho. <laughs> dude. No, don't dude. Listen, man. No, this don't do be with you. Well, I, I'm I'm surprised that you don't see Aaron on horseback, but I'm extra surprised <laughs> you don't see him on a mule. <laughs> because I could so imagine Nick and Nick and Zach up ahead on these nice stallions and Aaron behind on his ass. Or just because we we see some mule related Aaron content uh, later before the lockdown. But 
Uh, we, it would be funny if Aaron was just forced to walk behind them for the shot. <laughs> He's like, they're like, we need you with the steady cam. Like, follow us. <laughs> Keep up. He's got a 90. Keep up. It's 2009, so it's like a 90 pound rig. And he's just like, dude. This whole thing about being by yourself is bull. Brunkow's cabin, which was, he was the, the first person to find, uh, to like really start settling and finding the silver in the area. And apparently he was murdered. And, uh, and Zach also lets out another thur. Oh, such a hard thur. thur. He hits those thurs like crazy, man. People want to get their hands on the silver. Just to wrap up, they, they talk to Dwight a little bit more, and there's a really fun moment where Dwight talks about getting touched on the back of his neck by what he thinks is a woman's spirit. Yeah. And Zach, in a moment of weakness, asks Dusty... <laughs> Dust fuck Jesus. asks Dwight, Dwight to show him how it felt to stroke him yeah, on yeah, yeah. his own neck. Pretend you're an attractive woman ghost and uh, <laughs> touch me. This is such like a a bullshit bro like case of the not gays reaction that Zach has, where he like leaps back. He's like, oh no 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 no, and he puts <laughs> his like hands on his hips and he like flexes and he's just like tries to stay a, like arm's length away from Dusty to ensure that there is no confusion for these ghosts that he wants to fuck. He is not one to be touched by men. Okay, can we just say his name is officially Dusty? Because, like, you're not gonna say Dwight. Did I fucking say Dusty again? Yes, yes. Dylan, Dusty, Dwight. This D-boy, D-bag, he establishes that there is a ghost named Caleb with no further explanation. It was Kate like, it's not like the ghost of Doc Holliday... No. Caleb? Caleb. It was spelled K-A-Y-L-U-B. Caleb. Caleb. Apparently he's got a foul mouth because in, he's not dro- dropping your your bamalams and by the walls of Jericho. No. He's dropping straight up fucks, shits, and damn yous to hells. He's saying tit. He's saying <laughs> scrote. <laughs> he's saying so all kinds of foul language anus vas deferens yeah fallopian tubes he's letting clit fly you know caleb would just walk in and the and you know people wouldn't pay attention he would just yell clitoris and the whole <laughs> room would go quiet people would put down their playing cards and they'd be like oh you shut your damn mouth about that damn myth <laughs> Don't come in here talking all myths. I tell you, boys, I've seen it. I dove down into the mind of the woman, <laughs> and I found the clitoris. That's why he got shot. This is how Ghost Adventures crew gets locked down. I can't wait to get locked in here. I'm just pumped. You guys pumped? Yeah. Let's go get this started. I'm nervous. No! This is one of my favorite introductions to a lockdown, mm-hmm. because... I mentioned uh, Aaron as a pack mule. (laughs) Zach, I guess, for some reason, asks the lockdown shot to get set up, and then he must have told Aaron to just pick up literally all the gear and just stand there while he interviews Dusty. (laughs) Because they're doing their shtick where Zach is like, Dusty, tell us about... 
tell us about what the slogan of Tombstone is. And Dexter's like, it's a town that's too tough to die, or too tough to die in, which doesn't make sense. Okay, isn't this Leroy? It's Leroy at this point. God fucking damn is it. Everyone is, dusty? Dusty? is everyone dusty? Is everyone dusty? Am I having a stroke? I is think, this the sign of a stroke? I think something's happening. <laughs> <laughs> everyone everyone else in this show besides these three is dusty the next episode i'm gonna be like welcome to come fight me in the dark episode six i'm dusty and i met with my partner dusty <laughs> come fight me in the dusty <laughs> we're here to talk about paranormal investigator dusty and dusty. his bitch dusty, dusty. <laughs> Uh, I think I might be ble- bleeding in my brain. Yeah. So, Leroy is uh, says his <laughs> line of that Tombstone's a town that's too tough to die or too tough to die in. Yeah. And then Zach gives Aaron permission to come by with all of his fucking gear. Like <laughs> you may Dozens pass. of cables. <laughs> wrapped around his shoulders in these two giant crates of course nick is just filming zach has nothing in his hands no one's helping aaron Mm -hmm. fucking equipment tech he's the equipment tech that that's like uh some like contractual shit he is the equipment tech and that's what he signed up for but he but he constantly gets pushed into other realms and not paid for Mm -hmm. it everything he's doing is a is above the line work because he's on camera, he's got speaking roles, he's doing the investigation, but you know he gets below the line pay. He's a named character. Aaron, you need a better agent there, buddy. Maybe that's what happens. Maybe there isn't actually any drama between uh, Nick and Zach. Aaron just gets a better agent at some point and forces Nick out in contract negotiations. Big step in. Big step in clothes. He's got to be a big step in boy. And, you know, in season, like, 11 or whatever, Nick's getting all excited he's ready to you know shoot out out there with his boys and zach sits him down and is like nick i've got some bad news um aaron finally figured out that he could negotiate his contract and we just don't have the budget for you anymore are you gonna be all right by yourself it's gonna be the longest time we've been separated well you're gonna be in a hospital so if there's anything i'm sure some of the ghosts there will take care of you uh leroy says he's gonna let him out after breakfast hardy har har and does an okay job of pounding their fists. He doesn't look like it's a comfortable motion for him, but, you know, it's there. He doesn't just punch their hands like the last guy. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not uh, It's not the dude who just fucking, like, Mike Tyson punched their, like, boxed their fucking hands. Like, yeah! His name was Dusty. Was that Dusty? No. <laughs> Don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with me. It could have been. No! <laughs> <laughs> you're gaslighting me uh, everyone's dusty i don't i don't like this i don't feel good right now so either. they get locked in and you know they're going through their exes and this is the first really gross uh, bro bonding moment with zach and aaron for the only the second time in ghost adventures history they set up like a surveillance room where one of them could be on the monitors right. watching the cameras yeah and they're they're talking about their ex cameras and they're they're mentioning why where the wine cellar is and Zach's like, and what did we see what what's supposed to be down there? And Aaron looks at the camera and says, "Naked ladies." Oh <laughs> God! Uh, it, seriously, how are they not twelve year old boys 
that have no internet access. <laughs> like, that is exactly the vibe of, like, oh, maybe we'll get some season bully. <laughs> oh, my God. Are we going to talk about Zach playing cowboy? Zach, that is the most inexplicable and insanely stupid thing I've ever seen. Zach, with all of his bravado being like, he pulls out a gun in the middle of this yeah! bar. No, no, no. He's like, he's like, he pulls out his gun and he's pointing it around. And he's got a single handkerchief on. You know, that makes him look like a cowboy, right? Yes. <laughs> and and he starts pointing this gun around and they're like they're like, dude, like fire the gun. And he's like, I'm not even kidding. He's like, it's got blanks in it, so get fucking ready. Fire it up. There's actually blanks in this. Cover your ears. I'm not blowing it. <laughs> and he just starts firing it all around the entire bar, including at where the soil doves would be, yeah. which is a bit of a weird move, yes. Zach. Yeah, this is very reminiscent of his uh, his prison guard character. Ah, I'm new in town, and I say, get in your rooms and never come out. Hey, you soil doves! Pop, pop, pop! Guess what? I just shot bullets at you. I guess you're probably used to that. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot you. You're gonna you're gonna come down here and you're gonna sit on my lap and give me a kiss. Remember, I am not doing this because I have disrespect. What did Leroy see in there? Naked lady. Okay. Was it you? You're very pretty. Was it you? You're okay. Sounds female. I want you to come to this light speed. Okay? Uh, they're right, it doesn't like men. Doesn't like so they hear some like tapping and they're like oh it's coming from these pictures and they go over and it's all the pictures of the soiled doves you know on the wall and this is when we get this is when zach starts doing the like judging the women you know i think i mentioned this early <laughs> as an inevitability in the come fight me in the dark timeline that this would come <laughs> and in a season filled with problematic moments I'm not sure that there is one that is more problematic than Zach Bagan's ranking dead women ostensibly in front of their ghosts <laughs> in an attempt for their attention. Ha. Um, I don't know. I don't know. The last three episodes had some moments. I'm going to say the voodoo ritual was probably worse than him ranking these women. Counterpoint. Yeah. They are stupid and don't understand that that's bad. Oh, he knows what he's doing right here. He he's read the 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 pickup artist and he knows to get a female ghost response. You got to neg him. Yeah, yeah, neg yeah, him yeah. Into he's their negging attention. him. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, uh, yeah. He starts going through the pictures. He's like, oh, you're very beautiful. Uh, you're, you're, uh, an attractive woman. And then he comes to one and he's like, you're, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's doing the neg. He's, you know, he's complimenting one while insulting the other, trying to get both of their attention. And, you know, according to Zach, maybe it works because his eyes are magically drawn to a face. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, he sees a blue floating face right after this. Because <laughs> they're filming him instead of the direction he's looking. So, you know, we don't see this. But we see his face, yeah. and we get to see yeah. him look 
in a direction, then kind of look back at his camera, and then he looks back, and then he kind of looks to the side a little, and he goes, oh, no! And <laughs> it does look like he's kind of thinking, and he's looking yeah. off to the side like, what do I do now? <laughs> Floating face! Maybe that's why it felt so strange for his eyes to be moving in such a way, because he was actually using his brain for one moment. Well, according to him, his eyes were drawn. Yeah. Drawn to the apparition, who uh, apparently is one of the women, because uh, when he was filming... Right before this, he was filming the faces, and he sees one who's yeah. and he's like, "Oh, this one's staring at me," and he and yeah. he's filming it, and he's like, "Oh, my camera! It just went out of focus," focus. and it, it's like, it was in autofocus, and he's yeah. like right up close to this picture, and it goes out of focus for a second, and he's like, "This is it, guys! It's happening!" Yeah, so on the on the level of potential evidence uh zach forgetting that his camera is in autofocus or knowing what autofocus is is <laughs> not exactly a class a bit of evidence it's really bad it's really bad i'm starting to smell some weird stuff too yeah are you smelling that it just hit me over here kind of like sulfur the blue face thing is really funny because you can you can see the yes and improv wheels turning of these shysters because because Zach freaks out and then Nick starts throwing shit at the walls of what it might be. It's like, oh, I felt the thing. I heard it. There's a vo there's a there's a cold. There's a thing. And then Zach is like, no. And he's like, uh, there noise. No, I saw a face. Uh, and then I mean, what did you see? <laughs> Oh my god! Someone knocked what? on it. No! There's someone in here. No! Aaron jumps in with a, uh... We're city folks! Show us, show us city folks what a cow- what a real cowboy can do! <laughs> that's, that's one of the funniest- and then to really like drive home what city folks they are, he pans up and sees a spooky stuffed bison and loses his oh, mind. Oh yeah, yeah, that's 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 it for him. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, it's the ball. That's hold on, man. That scared the out of me, dude. Uh, next next stop is they put Aaron up in the the booth, let him cool down after his bison incident. And then they have a painful skit about a fucking silver dollar. This is such a weird moment because Nick and Zach are doing this weird call and repeat shtick. Yeah. Throughout the rest of this episode. Zach is referring to Dwight using a trigger object to try and get Caleb to talk. I'm sorry, who? Dwight. Is this Dwight? Who? You mean Dusty? <laughs> Oh my god, don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. His name is Dusty. I mean, fuck. It's... It's Dwight. It's Dwight, Dwight, Dwight. Dwight has a silver dollar, and Zach is like, what did he use? And then Nick is like, it's a silver dollar from the 1800s. And Zach's like, what do I have right here, bro? And Nick's like, dude, it's a silver dollar from the 1800s. Whoa. They're offering the ghosts cigars and whiskey. Well, no, because this is, again, this is the, like, weird call in a repeat because Zach puts out the whiskey and then Nick is like, ooh, I got a cigar. 
It smells so good. And then Zach goes, mmm, good. And then Nick <laughs> says, rolled perfectly. And then Zach is like, rolled perfectly. <laughs> and then he says, I just pulled it out of the case. And then Zach is just like, out of the case. <laughs> it's like it's like a scene out of Dick Tracy. Where like you're like, Dick Tracy, don't go in there. You're good. it's a setup. And they're like, come on, Dick, why don't you sit down? Have a have a glass of whiskey. It's good malt. I'm Dick Tracy, Federal Bureau of Investigation. Oh, yeah. Hello, boys. Have a cigar. No thanks, I don't use them. You? No thanks. I smoke a cigarette. Oh, cigarettes, eh? <laughs> well sit down and let's have a power. So to their credit, there are a number of audible EVPs that you can just hear. Oh, yeah. There was some good shit. Zach, like, turns his gun on himself. And he's like, yeah. his cap gun, his baby boy cap gun. And he turns it on himself mm-hmm. and he goes, this is your chance. Uh, you want to shoot me? You you unload this gun on me, you know? Um, but then yeah. uh, Nick just like... <laughs> Nick just goes, he does a little countdown, and then at the end he just goes, bang, 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 he just shoots his stupid gun in the air, and and Zach has a full-on, like, like heart attack. <laughs> just prior to this is the moment where I'm, I, I think is, like, part of the breakdown of their friendship, because yeah. Nick is doing the whole countdown thing, mm-hmm. and Zach keeps, like, this look at him he keeps doing this look at him where he's like he's like the fuck is this like what the fuck is this countdown shit you know ghosts don't fucking perform on command (laughs) uh but but nick you know lets his lets his bullets fly his caps and um and then they hear like a woman yell no it kind of sounds like a sneeze, but yeah. But it like yeah, oh, it does definitely sound like a sneeze, um, and it like echoes through the basement. It, yeah, it's the like it sounds like a real just a person. Well, I do have a theory, Eric Kufnagel. Okay. Because I smell conspiracy and everything. Oh. So as we established, there's two boys. There's Leroy and Dean, who look exactly the same, and. Something to note about this location is that it is chock full of a thing that Zach is afraid of. Mannequins. (laughs) Oh yeah! Oh yeah! (laughs) Zach is afraid of dolls and man- what are mannequins but just big dolls. Large dolls, yeah. The funny thing is if you look really closely at all the mannequins, or a lot of the mannequins in this place, they look a lot like Leroy and Dean. Oh, yeah. I'm wondering how much of this is like a Scooby-Doo charade oh. of like the mannequin gets replaced and like Leroy's just standing there ready to shuffle a deck of cards. <laughs> they look over and they look at one of the one of the mannequins and they're like, is that Richard Sennett? They look at each other and they look back and it's just an actual mannequin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's slightly wobbling, fully naked. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they hear they hear a scuttling. They hear this because they, they, they got really good footstep noises mm-hmm. at some point, and 
we now we can establish that might be Richard Sennett just scurrying away from his previous hiding position <laughs> as he's stalking these boys covered in mud. Investigations. <laughs> covered in mud. Did you just hear a voice? Uh-huh. Oh my god. Did I did I tell you about what he says about homeopathy? What? No. Okay, we're gonna do a little Bible study here. Oh yes. Speaking of fucking Wild West, this is some snake oil shit. Snake oil salesman. So in Zach's book, like Ghost Hunting for Dummies, a Four Dummies production, he mentions (laughs) that... So he he breaks down what homeopathy is. um, And I thought, oh, for sure he's going to be like, and this is bullshit. But instead he's like, no, homeopathy works. Where you dilute something... To the point where no particles of the original solution exist in the water anymore. And it's just water. Mm. So, he deduces that because homeopathy works, (laughs) that is why places that have water are more haunted. Because water... maintains a memory why that means like this would be like the worst environment for ghosts because it's dry as fuck man it's a desert well it's the basement and uh it's a bar so they got mixers you know this would imply that the wetter a place is the more haunted it is so the pacific northwest should just be ghosts it should just be ghosts just manifesting everywhere because it's just moist. Yeah, and it's it's just one more one more part of the uh, Zach equation of, uh, <laughs> of of nonsense of of wet hauntings. So, oh, Zach Bagans coming this summer in wet hauntings. <laughs> um, I that's that's that is his OnlyFans. That's going to be on his OnlyFans. <laughs> is <laughs> Zach Baggins in what? Wet Haunting. Wet Haunting. He's like, did you know that fluid maintains a memory of those we've lost? <laughs> if I don't get you moist enough, we cannot bring back your husband. Okay, on the moist haunting fronts, since there are certain liquids that our bodies produce that literally carry, like, genetic information, how haunted is cum? <laughs> It's very haunted. Oh, maybe that's why the Birdcage Theater has so many spirits. It's just there's bullet holes and jizz everywhere. Yes. What about the water cycle, bro? Like, eventually, like, the the water moves. Well, it's the water that replaces it. It, like, gets the power from the same water. Oh, I see. Because I was just imagining, like, all of these ghosts getting sucked up and then, like, someone's doing a ghost hunt in China and they get, like, you know, a voice on the EVP. They're like, we've got this voice on an EVP as they're speaking Mandarin. And it's like, concern it, bam ram daggity do (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. This right here. Is like putting holy water on a demon. Let's do it. Nick tries to Nick Nick tries to spin his gun. 
while while Zach gives like a, a ghost hunting lecture to the camera. Oh yeah, he he tells us a little bit about how to ghost hunt. He's like, yeah, if you use things, because they again like this one actually does sound like they got it. Like for a second, it does sound like the noise of like a busy cafe. Yo, yeah. Yeah, they get some, like, weird shit. Yeah, and it's, like, actually pretty impressive. On the EVP front, it's pretty impressive. And so Zach, you know, being all fucking roided out by that, he's like, this is how we do it. You use objects from the past. Trigger objects. That's what gets ghosts horny for me. I'm the ghost boy. Please touch my penis. That's the only reason I came here. And Nick is trying to spin his gun in the background. The next bit... After all of this nonsense, after, you know, Zach thumps his chest being like, this is why we use trigger objects. They summon the most powerful trigger object they have at their disposal. Their favorite butt boy, Aaron Goodwin. And and it starts very, like, encouraging. Where he's like, listen, (laughs) no, you have a gift. You have this gift that, like, they just go for you, you know? And then... Aaron's like, Aaron's like, yeah, but I'll be alone. And then, and then Zach loses all composure and he just goes, I don't care. Go. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like this is, you know, I feel like this is like their foreplay here. Like, Because Zach sends Aaron alone to watch him on the monitor. Zach, in fact refuses to let Aaron take trigger objects with him for some reason. Yeah. He's like, leave the guns. Go in alone. Yes, he just keeps telling him to do dumb shit. The whole time yeah. he's like, leave the guns, you're going unarmed. Scoot under the hearse. And then Aaron gets a little tug. Little tug. But it could literally just be his pants catching on anything because it's a small space underneath an old hearse one of his pockets (laughs) yeah one of his many many pockets his vest of many pockets and he starts shouting and yelling i'm out (laughs) which zach you know halfway through aaron already leaving zach's like all right aaron come on back and it's 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 such a genuine moment for Aaron because he's like, yeah, okay, good idea, great, on my way back, thanks, really appreciated that. So basically, this is it though. This is like that's the end of the whole fucking thing. Yeah, it ends on Aaron getting tugged, and yep. <laughs> there are some like pretty decent uh, static cam EVPs. This is the first EVP in the whole show where it sounds a thousand percent. Oh yeah, you could just listen to it, and be like, yeah, that's. That's card shuffling. It's like a person breathing and then card shuffling. And it's that's exactly what it sounds like. I know. And that's super impressive. And they get a, a weird little like light anomaly, which is pretty interesting. I, I would say this is the best episode of the season so far. Yes. No, it, it definitely is. And uh then they and then they bring all the all the um all the material to to uh Dwight. Who is it? Who is it? Is it Dwight? <laughs> uh, Dwight Dusty Dusty. Um, and uh, Dwight in quotes Dusty last name Dusty. And they pray, they and they play all this stuff for him, and he and he feels like the same way, you know, where he's like, but but he does he does you know elaborate a bit where he's like, oh, this light looks like a like a torso. And and most importantly, Zach, who has been 
edged this whole time. He wanted to get you know, he, he wanted to get touched in some way by a female spirit. He doesn't, but they catch on the EVP, the sneeze. <laughs> and when you play it, when you play it with the audio enhanced, it sounds like there's a breath later. And Dusty is like, oh, yeah, there seems to be like a female sound and a male sound. And Zach, desperate for anything, anything for the spank bank, yeah. looks at Dusty and says, so Dusty, do you think we... Inter- interrupted some spirits having sex. Please. Yeah. Please. Damn it, you made me call him Dusty again. I didn't do it. <laughs> you did it. You did it like three times in a row, and I just let you. I just let you. <laughs> <laughs> but he goes to, he goes to d- him, and he says, he asks him if... Yeah, if it's if it's ghosts fucking, and Dwight is like <laughs> so game for anything. He's like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. He caught some ghosts having sex. You definitely interrupted something. Yeah, yeah. Zach gets a little bit off because of that, and that's all he really needed. That's all he needed. He just wanted to. He just wanted to get off on his his post-life voyeurism and that's that's where we wrap it up and i've got to say this is like a probably like a seven out of ten episode which is really good score for this season not bad there's no full body apparitions no you know we don't see like the visual stuff the visible visible stuff is not that great Um, the evps are are okay except for the one which is like which is great really good yeah um and location is really fun. I learned some things. You know, it felt kind of like coming home. Like the boys had some ups and downs, and now they're back. The boys are back in town. They're yeah. riding out into the sunset to their next adventure. And we have to ride out to chase them <laughs> challenge to them. challenge them. As the sun falls below the horizon. As the sun sets, as dark approaches, it is time to challenge them to come fight us in that dark. This is very dangerous, guys. It's like we're going in for the attack. I'll be ready to perform an exorcism. Show me your power. You guys are playing with fire. Uh, Joel. Uh, I do believe it is your your turn first to, uh, to, to lay out a challenge i am i am a man of honor and it is my turn first i feel like i want to go to a place a haunted spooky wild west town like you know the 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 american southwest is like dotted with all these ghost towns like dead mining towns where no one lives yeah (laughs) i want to go out there and I want to challenge Zach Bagans to, because I don't think we should actually kill each other with bullets. <laughs> it's probably not the best. Damn but it, Joel. What? You're, <laughs> yeah, I know you. Yeah, that's right. I'm going first. Fuck off. Mine. <laughs> I want to challenge him to spooky haunted laser tag. Oh, okay. As Zach Bagans says, trigger objects. Well, what about a good old gunfight? And I think we will win. Because Zach Bagans looks like he can't shoot for shit. 
Joel, I'm going to add to yours just a little bit. Lasers didn't exist at the time. <laughs> they didn't exist. This but uh, cap guns apparently did. Um, and <laughs> I would like to uh, piggyback on yours and have us be battling it out with our cap guns. But yeah. just as his shirt said, there's one round left. <gasps> and one of those guns has one live round. Oh, oh God. <laughs> and I'm just going to say, it's knowing his aim and knowing mine, it's not likely that anyone's going <laughs> to get hurt. Well, knowing his aim, knowing yours, no one's going to get hurt. But I actually kind of can shoot. <laughs> Who knows if your gun has the bullet in it? You're, send, you're setting this up for me to be shaking with, my, <laughs> with the gun in my hand and I drop it into the dirt as Aaron Goodwin, as the wife lean, leaves his eyes, just like looks at me. He's like, bro. And he falls down dead as I've shot him right in the chest. It's not good what you had done. <laughs> I, I done that. Bo this is not a good way to die. This is not how you want to go out. <laughs> and see, and like Nick, Nick will be like, if 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 it's in Nick's gun, it's going to be up in the air immediately. Well, no, no, Nick's not going to be there unless Nick... So, at this point, Nick is just not involved in the challenges. Because he's gone. Maybe Nick listens and he starts showing up. He just starts trying to follow us. To eventually, when Zach Bagans hears about this podcast. Oh. And he, is, he accepts the challenge. And then, you know, we have that one live round. Maybe we miss. But Nick is, you know, 40 clicks out with a, with a 50 caliber sniper rifle. <laughs> <laughs> just trained on Zach. And this is his like moment where he like takes the shot and then he yeah. puts on the lipstick really like hard <laughs> and he and he <laughs> crosses the name off of his list and his list only says Zach Baggins. He just whispers, "I'll give you to the count of 3." <laughs> And a shot rings out, and then oh. Zach's head pops, oh. and we're just like, "Fuck!" <laughs> and then we check uh, Zach's gun, and he had the final round. He had the one round. <laughs> and then starts a very weird season arc of the shonen anime of "Come Fight Me in the Dark," where Aaron and Billy Tully have to team up with us to try and track down the rogue sniper murderer of Nick. Who's just trying to make ghosts out of all of us? Yeah, and and there's uh there's like a wise man that like we keep running into, um and eventually he pulls back his his hood and it's Richard Sennett. <laughs> yeah, we we ha we pretty sure, despite the hood, we know who he is the whole time because what he's wearing other than the hood is nothing except for being caked in mud. <laughs> like, every time he leaves, we see him walk behind a tree, and then, and then a second later we see a nude old man run away from behind the same tree. Full speed, just like pop, 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 pop. 
Oh man, this is the stupidest challenge we've had, but I love it. Is that all you can do is just make some stupid little noises? Because that's not going to make me scream like a little girl. Dance floor is yours. Show yourself. Eric, you yeah. had a good time. I had a good time. Uh, <laughs> I feel good. I've had my delicious Paps Blue Ribbon um, winning beer. And you know what? I love you. Hey, I, I love you, and I love all our sweet, sweet witches and warlocks. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. Let's see what the next episode has in store for us. We're going to Eastern State Penitentiary. Penitentiary. I still can't say that word. <laughs> Shut up. Where all the all the inmates are named Dusty. <laughs> Join me and Dusty next time at Old Eastern State Penitentiary where we talk about Dusty and their guests Richard Spencer and Dusty and Dusty as they hunt for more ghosts. We love you. I love you. Good night. Good night. <laughs> all right, all you witches and warlocks. Thank you so much for listening. Me and Eric really appreciate it. We love doing this nonsense. So if you love it, Please follow us on Twitter at CFMITD. Please send all of your questions, your fan art of Zach doing horrible things to Aaron to Aaron, spelled A-A-R-O-N, is a bottom biatch, B-I-A-T-C-H, at gmail.com. Find us on Podbean and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please leave us a review, like us, give us some five stars. It helps promote the show. If you want to share it around, show your friends, we would really appreciate it. Thanks. We love you. Have a good night.